Welcome to another episode of Talks with Tales, the podcast helping you step into your best self. We talk all things mindset, health, fitness, and business. In this video, we're going to be talking about why you are overeating and how to prevent it. Okay, we're going to talk about why it's important to have self-awareness and the most optimal choices to be made on your health and fitness journey. So this is really probably going to more so relate to fat loss, um, but it can kind of tie into whatever phase you're in. So there's generally a number of reasons as to why you're overeating. The first one is obviously you're not eating enough. Okay. So if you are in a deficit of 1200 calories, you're going to really, really struggle to stick to it. Okay. So it's always better to start with your calories higher because in your head, you might be like, I want to get the best results possible. So you think eating the least amount of food and moving your body a lot is going to be the most optimal choice. It's actually going to backfire because then you're overeating. So then you're already overeating and you're probably eating 2000 calories because you're blowing out and then you're making it more difficult than it needs to be. But if you were to have your calories higher and say be in a 25% deficit, you're going to be able to sustain it, right? You're not going to be as hungry or as inclined to overeat. And so we always think hard, fast, let's get this off. But you really want to be looking at it as a marathon. We always say to my girls, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. What is going to be the thing that you can stick to long-term? Okay, because maybe you can stick to the 1200, but for how long? And then because you've lost weight quickly, your metabolism's low, you're going to then stack the weight back on. So you're often thinking in the now, you need to think ahead and go, what am I actually going to be able to stick to, right? What result is actually going to allow me to have this long-term? Because that's the goal, right? What's the point of losing the weight if you're just going to stack it back on? And that's what I had done for years, right? I would go on this big health kick. I'd restrict everything. I'd eat fucking nothing. And then I'd completely blow out and binge and stack the weight back on and then be back at square one. And it felt very exhausting and very difficult. You want to make your deficit an uh, enjoyable experience, and that's going to come with doing it in smart ways, okay? So having the correct calories and macros catered to you from your coach is going to be the best thing and always starting a little bit higher. So yeah, you're probably overeating uh, because you are not eating enough, you know? Uh, the other thing is I would say that you're probably not making the most optimal choices when it comes to your nutrition, okay, which we'll go into, but I do just want to dive into what I was saying there with the binge eating. So I see a lot of people binge eating. And when I think back to why I was binge eating, there was quite a few different reasons, but I I think the biggest thing was the heavy restriction and not doing it in a smart way. So I would think that, okay, I'm just going to eat, I'm going to skip breakfast. I would fast to like 11 a.m. I'd have a small lunch and then I would save all of my calories for the back end of the day. Okay. So I would come home. I was fucking ravenous, ravenous, (laughs) you know, and then I would just completely blow out. The floodgates would open. I would binge. I would be so food focused. And then I'd feel the guilt and the shame and go, okay, tomorrow you're pulling back and we'll we'll make it, we'll add it up tomorrow and make sure we uh, undo the damage. Right. So then the next day, pull back calories, starve, get to the end of the day, my body couldn't handle it, floodgates would open, eat everything. You know, so me not eating enough in the start of the day definitely set me up to fail. And I always say to you guys, you know what I'm going to say, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. So it was bizarre how in my mind I thought if I just kept doing this, I would get to where I wanted to be. 
but I needed to do something different. But in my mind, I was so fixated on saving my calories for the end of the day because I was so hungry and needed more then. But the reason I was so hungry then was because I was saving all of my calories for the end of the day. Can you see that pattern? So in order for me to break that cycle, what I needed to do was start eating breakfast and having a more savory, high-volume high fat, high protein breakfast with more whole foods. And then I would start eating every two hours and I would, I stopped leaving all of my calories for dessert. I actually don't even really have dessert now. Maybe I'll have like an adrenal switch hot chocolate, but I used to have to have like a four to 500 calorie meal right before bed. That's fucking stupid. Why? Because then I'm literally having to feel the effects of hunger all day to then get a meal right before I go to sleep. You know, I don't actually feel the need to have dessert anymore. What I do with my dessert, if I want it to have something sweet, is I have it at three o'clock because I'm actually more hungry at three o'clock and I'm going to appreciate that food more then. Then I have my dinner and then I have a hot chocolate and then I can go to bed. But I just think that it's so silly saving all of your calories for the end of the day when you're not even going to appreciate it as much. You're better off having it when you're starving throughout the day to actually make you, you know, be able to enjoy things a little bit more. So, That's why I was overeating. Uh, If I was pushing things back too much, if I was in too much of a calorie deficit, if I felt very emotional, if I was doing a lot of extremes and exerting a lot of energy, it just makes it so much more difficult. So yeah, my biggest tip when it comes to this is definitely eating enough, just being in a small deficit and going slow and steady. Okay. The other thing is uh, people are not making the optimal choice. So back in the day, I would have my oats for breakfast, which I've probably told you guys before, but I had oats for breakfast for like five years and I love them. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with oats, but mine would have a lot of artificial sweeteners. Um, I put literally like egg whites and cauliflower rice in it to make it really high in volume. Um, I had chocolate in there and it was delicious, right? Sugar-free maple syrup, all of that type of stuff, a bit of fruit. The problem with that was because it was so high in volume with empty calories like egg whites, um, cauliflower rice, stuff like that, it didn't actually fuel my body properly. There wasn't a whole lot of whole foods in there. So I felt full when I was eating it in the way of like my my stomach felt full because it was expanding from the volume but I didn't feel nourished or full. And so because it was so delicious and I loved it, I would get to the end and want more. Why? Because things like artificial sweetener, chocolate, all the sugary stuff, it's designed to be addictive. Okay, this food is designed to be overeaten. It is fucking delicious. We desire it. And so every time I finished it, I wanted more. It would get 20 minutes later and I would be hungry again and thinking of my next meal. Um, And I would also find that, I don't know, it just never fully like satiated me. And so Last year, I made the switch to having like a savory breakfast where I have two pieces of toast, avocado, two whole eggs, not egg whites. I have greens on the side, mushrooms, um, and that's what I have for my breakfast. And it has been a game changer for me. It's been a game changer because I don't have a blood sugar crash from having the sugar. Everything feels stabilized. I'm having healthy fats in the morning. I never used to have fats in the morning. I'd have a little bit, but my brain's more switched on. I never finish that and I'm like, oh, I, I want more broccoli. I need to eat more. I'm not licking the plate. I'm like, cool, that's fucking delicious. I feel satisfied. Sometimes, yes, I'm hungry, but I feel way more satisfied from that. 
And then at 11 a.m. I have my snack, which could be the oats if I want them, or it could be a yogurt ball, something sweet. So switching that around to having savory first, because I normally have sweet and then I'd have like eggs and ever one rice cake. So swapping that has been so great for me personally. And having a higher protein and a higher fat breakfast has also been a game changer for me, okay? And then throughout the day, I have switched to having more whole foods. When I look at my past diets, I thought I needed as much volume as possible, okay? And yes, high volume eating is good in the deficit, but not to the extent of not getting enough nutrients. So I would have a lot of high volume things, konjac rice, which is like 12 calories for the the rice. I would have um, lots of artificial sweeteners, lots of lettuce, lots of zucchini, stuff like that. And whilst that's fine, guys, I just wasn't having enough whole foods. And so I've switched my mindset around to like actually just having things that aren't always super low calorie, but I can feel in my body I seem more satisfied. So even having things like um, I used to have like fiber one bars, now I have an apple. And I don't know, I just I feel so much more satisfied from the apple, okay, because it's got fiber in it. It's got its whole food. It's not addictive where I fucking want to eat so many apples with the fiber one bar, probably the same amount of calories. It's a lot smaller. It has a lot of artificial sweeteners. It's delicious. So I want more. And so the apple is the more optimal choice to be made. Same with my dinner. I would never, ever, ever have steak and and leave over 200 calories for a bit of meat in a deficit. I would have thought that was a dumb choice, but The way that I feel after the steak, I am so much more full. So I could have a massive high volume dinner or I could have the steak with chips and veg and I feel so much more satisfied. So I've learned that it's not always about how big it is. It's about the quality of the food and how much whole foods there are. You also want to start being smart with your choices, okay, because you could have a little chocolate bar, right, and you eat that chocolate bar when you're ravenous, you're going to fucking want more. Like, let's be real. Having two bits of chalky when you're hungry, all it's going to do is make you want more. And so I think that it's smart to be like, okay, I'm going to have a big yogurt bowl. I'm going to have Yopro. I'm going to have some strawberries and I'm going to have a chalky on the side. Why? Well, because you've got some protein in there. You've got some fiber in there. It's a lot more volume. You're not going to want to then overeat on the chocolate because you're kind of stabilizing it with something else. So I encourage you guys, if you're going to have the sweets, have it with some sort of meal so that you're more inclined to want to stay on track or have a big hot chalky with a bit of chalky. But if you're just to have the little things here and there when you're starving, you're going to want more and you're going to really struggle to stay uh, stick to that. You also want to be thinking about, yeah, what is the most optimal choice? If you're currently starving in a deficit, is it smart to have a little chocolate bar or is it smarter to have a big platter with cucumber, carrot, celery, dip, maybe a boiled egg and it's like a big platter or a, or a fruit platter? right? Where you have a Yopro, you have apple cut up, you have some strawberries, and then you have a little piece of chocolate. That's going to be the more optimal choice than a big chocolate bar, isn't it? Okay. Because you're going to be fuller, but so many people are looking at what's going to taste the best rather than what's going to be the best choice for me and this deficit. So it doesn't surprise me if you're overeating and your day is full of artificial sweeteners or a lot of sweets or a lot of processed foods, you're going to struggle. Okay, and it's burnt up very quickly, whereas I find when I have more whole foods, it's like longer lasting and digesting. Um, So if you look at your stomach and you were to fill it with, say, a lot of processed foods, it doesn't fill your stomach. You have a lot of whole foods, fills your stomach more. 
It's going to give you what you need. It's got your vitamins. It's got your minerals. It's got all the good things that we need, right, in order to to, to feel good. Um, so that's the, the the thing that I would definitely encourage. And I was just saying the other day how I was listening to a podcast and the guy was saying that uh, it was called the My, uh, the Mind Pump pod- podcast. And he was just saying how if you put a bag of chips in front of him, like Red Rock Deli chips, for example, just plain Red Rock Deli chips, he could down the whole bag easily. Like I could down probably three bags of them in one sitting. I'm not joking. I, I'm a bottomless pit. I can eat. <laughs> but if you were to then give him the exact same amount of potato that was just steamed and you gave him like six potatoes, he would not finish that. He'd probably want to fucking gag after the third potato, right, with no sauce or no salt, nothing. It is the same ingredient. It's just both potato, but it's cooked differently, right? And you are designed to want to eat more of the processed food. It is delicious. It is highly palatable. It's very easy to overeat. Whereas if you were to have more whole foods, add a little bit of salt, add a little bit of sauce to it, you're going to not really want to overeat it nearly as much and it's going to digest a lot better. So you're setting yourself up for failure when you're having too much of these foods because you just want to eat more and it's very easy to do. The other thing that I would say, guys, is don't have a lot of temptation in the house. I have a very boring household where there is not a lot of snacks. A lot of it is whole foods, which I love, right? But you have to kind of make a lot of the food in order to eat it. So if I had Biscoff in the cupboard and I had heaps of tubs of ice cream and stuff like that, I can guarantee that I'm going to feel a lot more inclined to want to overeat on these things, right, aren't I? Because they're going to be there. So if I'm in a vulnerable position and I'm feeling ravenous and PMS, even if I'm strong-minded, I'm still a human, I'm going to go to that cupboard and I'm going to see it and I'm going to eat it, right? If things are in front of you, you want them. And even if I wasn't to have it, I was saying that I'm still going to have the thought there of thinking about that thing. And that is mental restraint that I don't need. My energy could better be spent doing something else. So if I know the cookies are there or the biscoffs there, I'm going to be thinking about it going, don't have it, don't have it, you've got this. And it's like I don't want to battle with myself all day, right? That's draining. So I'd rather not have the stuff there and have it when I really want it. So there's obviously a few things we can do to combat this. Get it out of your view if you are going to have it in the house or if you're a mum and you can't really avoid it. If you have cookies on the bench or you have a jar of chocolates on the bench, every time you go into the kitchen, you're going to want to grab it. It's just default. If I had cookies on the bench, guys, every time I walked there, I'd I'd probably want to have a bite. If it's in front of you, if you see it, you want it. You put candy in front of a kid, they're going to want it. The kid doesn't see the candy, they're not even going to know. They're not going to even think about it. We're no different. So I would, if you're going to have the cookies, put them in a container, put them at the top of the top of the cupboard, hide them away. If you're going to have, you know, the chockies or the favorites, you know, the box of favorites, just put them away in the cupboard. They don't need to be in your view because you're not going to think about them if they're there. So just make sure it's out of sight. The other thing that I would really encourage is to have more food that is individually wrapped. Okay, so if you can't trust yourself at the moment with a tub of ice cream, just get the single serve sticks. The chocolate, you can get individually wrapped Freddos, you know, you can get... um, most things like the Cobb's popcorn, you can get it in the little packets or the chips or the shapes. So having the individually wrapped stuff is great. But a lot of people say restriction leads to blowouts. And I completely get that. And I'm, I stand by that. But what I will say is in a deficit, you are going to have an element of restriction, aren't you? 
Like that's quite literally what we're doing. We're, we're starving our bodies and we're restricting ourselves in order to achieve our goal. So we have to understand that we probably are going to restrict ourselves a little bit from things that we want and that gets to be okay. So I would just suggest with what you're currently doing is like, think about the most optimal choice. You can still have the pizza you're craving, but why not make a homemade one on the weekend? That's going to be the smarter choice, isn't it? If you're craving a big, fat, juicy burger, maybe have one at home that you can track that's bigger and that you can still enjoy. So it's not to say you have to eat chicken and broccoli and boring things, but just be a little bit smarter with your choices. So I guarantee if you are having meals every two hours, you're having a nice amount of protein, you're having your whole foods, having things like your water, drink your water, have diet cordial in it, have your sugar-free soft drinks if you want them. Having things like that is really going to help you prevent yourself from overeating. Don't be in a huge calorie deficit. Don't fucking torture yourself with heaps of temptation in the house when you're in a deficit. If you're trying to heal your relationship with food, yes, having that food in the house is positive and will help you. But in a deficit, if you have a poor relationship with food, you shouldn't be in a deficit anyway. But in that, you're in a vulnerable position. So having that food is probably not the best choice in front of you. Okay, so I hope this helped you. If you have any questions, as always, just let me know.